Hi there, and hello, listeners. Welcome once again to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. And that is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, we are... The Review Queens. So trusty. So trusty. And a very special cheerio to all of our members over on Patreon. Now, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to our homepage, reviewthatreview.com, and click on the word Patreon. Do it. Do it now. Or if you want to show support in a different way, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Do it. Chelsea, how is ya? I'm good. I got a robo vacuum on the loose. I did send it home, but it's not seeming to find its home. So hopefully, hopefully it'll find its way home before the end of the episode. Other than the loose vacuum, I'm good. Ready to record. Excited to be here with you. I got a very sweet message from your husband, David. Did he tell you he was going to call me? No. He called me to thank me for making him our Royal Highness. Oh, yeah. He left me a very sweet voice now. Oh, that's so nice. He didn't tell me that. He was very touched. Aw. Well, I'm very touched that he's such a supportive fan of the show, and I love him almost as much as you do. Well, that's very sweet. It's funny. Chelsea and I have, we talked about this last week, but we have the same background lights, and I can see when Goldie is walking back and forth because she casts a shadow. I know. She just... Like Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Update, the robot vacuum did find its way home. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> yes. So how are you, Trey? How's your week been? Oh, thank you for asking. My week is great. As I shared, I now have the iPhone 14, which is really <gasps> exciting. Oh my God, I'm um, jealous. And that's funny, uh, because I've been editing our episode where you talk about the updates as your complaint and i'm in real time having the new iphone so it's very funny but do you feel superior no i just like feel free okay that's Ooh. fair i don't feel free i'm still i'm still uh in purgatory with my 11 i see yeah you haven't checked with verizon to see if you have a thousand dollar rebate i just i you know what i didn't have time this week and so it's just it was lower on the priority list got it that's what happens so mm-hmm. well why don't we move forward and yeah. go into some Kvetch territory? How do you feel about Logic Complaint time? I'd love to Logic Complaint. Thanks for asking. Today, I want to talk about, you know, when you click on an article, maybe it's like top 10 kitchen gadgets that like you got to have on Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a slideshow. Yes. So you have to click through all of them. And then like maybe you like, got to that article because you were searching for like best spatula on Amazon or something and like one of the items in the slideshow is the spatula but now I have to click back like a hundred times to get back to my original search because I went through the whole slideshow I can't Mm -hmm. stand that yes 
I just wish that like I could somehow go through the slideshow and still click back and be out of the article. Like, why do I need to click back 10 million times? I hear that. That is so frustrating. frustrating. Just wanted a spatula. Right. I wish that you could just make the slideshow a gallery view and you could just see them all. Exactly. Or that the web page would just not count each slide as a new page. That's so frustrating. It is annoying. I, I don't think I've ever come across this problem in websites that I've designed, but also like whoever these people are that are making these, they must be doing it on purpose so that they're like constantly getting, uh, you know, that like SEO of, of their website impression, right? Listeners, if Chelsea has designed your website, call in and let us know all about it. <laughs> right. Have I created problems for you and your visitors? Maybe I did and I didn't even know. So that's my complaint. Yes, I was looking for a spatula. I came across this listicle. I thought, take a gander. And then before I knew it, it just it really put a damper on the entire search. Did you get a spatula? I did. Was it the spatty daddy? <laughs> I didn't get the spatty daddy, though. There's also spatty mommy. Do you know that? I think I think there's a spatty <laughs> mommy, a spatty daddy. I don't know if there's a grandpa. Maybe we have the spatty baby because we have the teeny tiny one to get teeny teeny things out. But I think that that was the whole oh. thing with the spatty daddy was oh. that like it's so that you can get the last bit of the yes, whatever it's amazing. product it is. Yeah, I have a, I actually don't own a spatty daddy. Maybe I should get one. Anyway, that's my complaint. Short and sweet. What is your complaint this week, Try. I hear you. Now, my complaint is also short and sweet. Okay. This is like a personal thing that sort of like bothers me, but have you ever had a friend who whenever they refer to their parents, they always say, oh, mom said this and dad said this instead of saying (laughs) my mom mom said this or my dad said this? Yes. Yes. That's funny. It makes me irrationally emotional only because that's not my parent. Why are you referring to them as mom? oh, mom hurt her back and now she's at the ICU and, you know, I got to go get her prescription for her. Oh, you know, dad turned 72. Do you think that's like a cultural, like a, or like if you're from the South, like do you think that's more common? I don't. I actually have two examples in my life and both are from different coasts. Oh, so And both have diver- different religious backgrounds. So I don't think it has anything to do with culture necessarily. I don't need, and I can't even pinpoint what I think it is or what it means. It's just frustrating to me because you're just, what is that? What is my, is that a, what do you Clari- call, what is my, is that? Clarifier? I don't know. Is that a clarifier? Like you're know. just missing a two letter word. Right. So why aren't you saying my mom? Like it doesn't even take more time. It's like the same syllables as saying mama. You could just say my mom. Yeah. I think it's probably the same people that are just, they do that with everything. They're just like very personal. Like their experience is your experience. Yeah. But it is. I get it. That's annoying. I get personally annoyed when my sister will go like, you know, and then I was talking to my mom and she said, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, your mom. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. That's our mom. You don't get to just like claim her for yourself. Maybe it's because she's like used to complaining to a friend or something. So she like doesn't change it when she's talking to me, but she'll constantly be like my mom or my dad, blah, blah, blah. I mean, not always, but like every once in a while she does it. And I'm like, hi, that's interesting. I'm I'm on the line. Well, this is a weird, but my sister and I, whenever we refer to our parents, we say mommy and daddy. 
Sometimes we go mommy and daddy. Depends. But we're like full on adults. I know. Like my sister has two children. But like I would never refer to them and with those words in public or names and to anyone else. Right. Only with each other. Sure, that's fair. I think that that's. But if my if Mandy was like (laughs) my mommy, then I would be like, excuse me. I know it's weird. It's very weird. Anyway, if you're ever speaking to me about your parents, please add the word my. Oh, how do you your feel? Your mom is not mine. How do you feel like if David said mom did this or dad did this and that's like your in-laws? That's a good question. Well, I think he actually this is very cultural, but I think he says I think he's like ma, uh, which is funny. But will you say but like then, will you say like ma did this and pa did this or Whatever. No, I think he does say my. my. I don't think he's ever referred to my mother-in-law as mom. Do you call your mother-in-law mom when you're like with her? No, I say Joanne. Oh, no, I, I I call them by their names. Okay. But wait, very interesting because I at Rosh Hashanah we were at a friend's house and the married husband who now has two kids was referring to his mother-in-law as mom. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting. It's definitely like, like I totally picked up on it. I feel like it's like an old school like respect thing. In my mind, I'm thinking more with like no, I think it goes both ways. I was thinking more like heteronormative couples, like the guy referring to the wife's parents as mom. And like there is some sort of like history there, but I think it goes both ways because I think that the in a heteronormative couple. I don't know why I'm making it heteronormative. It doesn't need to be. But the point is, I do think that there's like a historical respect element to calling the in-laws mom or dad. Like it makes it seem like I'm really taking you on as my mother and father as opposed to like, oh, the in-laws. But I do refer to my in-laws as grandma and grandpa to our dogs. Right. Yes. And I think maybe that's where it starts. Because once you have kids... (laughs) Yeah, it gets a little more confused. Okay, this was a very deep dive yeah. into mom and dad and my mom and my dad and ma and pa and all the things. It does remind me of like episode five of this podcast when I lodged a complaint against pushing send instead of putting punctuation marks because it is equally as bothersome to me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so. this is. But you know what's funny is that I've gotten more annoyed by that since you made me aware of it. Like I've really? gotten more annoyed by the like long terrain of like, Hey, how's it going? But like, Ugh. you know, and the reason why I get annoyed is because you can't unread it. So sometimes I just like to know what the text message was like, at least like the beginning of it. And now it's like, you're forcing me to unread on, un- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All right. now that we've complained, that feels good. Yeah. yeah. Let's jump into some reviews. You want to, I do, I do. All right, let's do this. Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we like to call... Assess that kvetch. And Chelsea, it's you today. What have you got for us? Woot woot. Okay. Get ready, everybody, because somebody got a bad haircut. That's all I'm going to say for that little teaser. Uh oh. We are going to Trim Hair Salon today, vis a vis Yelp. Trim is a hair salon in, well, it's interesting because their website 
is venicetrim.com, but their address is in Santa Monica. So Trim oh. already right off the bat doesn't seem to know where they fall. <laughs> Kim L, however, has opinions. So this is Kim L's one-star review of Trim. Here we go. Trim offers laughably bad service, top to bottom. It's receptionist in particular, can't seem to keep an appointment straight. My husband made an appointment for a haircut, but when he dutifully arrived at Trim, he was rudely told that there was no record whatsoever of his appointment. Later that evening, the owner of the salon called and left him a message confirming that he indeed had had an appointment and apologizing for the error by reception. She even offered to make good by giving him a free haircut herself. Pleased with the owner's kind gesture, he called again to make an appointment. Oh, no. (laughs) When he arrived, he was told the owner was unavailable and that a more junior stylist would be taking care of him. The stylist was unfamiliar with curly hair and sliced a huge chunk off the side of his head, leaving a massive hairless hole where a lovely lock should be. To add another insult to this follicular manslaughter, when he informed the reception desk that he had been invited back to trim by the owner for a free cut as recompense, for the botched appointment, the receptionist stated that they had no record of the owner's invitation <gasps> and that he would have to pay in full for the terrible cut. Playing the owner's voicemail to the receptionist <laughs> was not evidence enough to convince her. He paid and left a tip because he's not an animal, even though Trim misgroomed him like a feral cat. You'll never fool us again, Trim. (sighs) (laughs) What do we think of Kim L? I mean, this is one of those rare examples where we do have somebody writing on behalf of someone else, Mm -hmm. which I know that like we don't love, but but I still loved the review, so I brought it in. I feel like Kim L was the winner of her spelling bee in elementary school. 100%. Yes, agree. I I was wondering, I was like, should we start this conversation by talking about Kim L's profession? Yeah. I think Kim L might be a lawyer, maybe. I actually think, this might be a little harsh, I think that Kim L did not live up to their potential and doesn't hold a high-status job. (gasps) And so, therefore, they're constantly showing the education that they once had because they that's all they have to show profession yeah that's what that's how it occurs to me there's no reason that cuts deep try (laughs) recompense inside of a yelp review for a hair salon that has named itself trim yeah i think it was sort of funny i i like definitely humor yeah I like the winky humor. Follicular manslaughter. Yes, exactly. Follicular manslaughter. Like there was a lot of wittiness in this review that I liked. I'm going to leave space for Kim L to be a real professional who just like (laughs) decided to take her Sunday to do this little like creative writing project. So I want to leave space for that uh, for Kim L. 
Honestly, I am pleased by the tone of this one star because it's very clear that Trim Hair Salon has dropped the ball multiple times here. Right. And they're still using levity and comedy and, you know, a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm curious, though, right off the top here, mm-hmm. Kim is saying that they're disappointing from top to bottom. What do you think the right. top and the bottom are of a hair salon? I think the top is the hairstylist and the bottom is reception. Oh, see, I was thinking the bottom is like the clearance rack of shampoos, like uh, Paul Mitchell. And like the top (laughs) is like the thinning shears. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I just think that the point, you know, that we're making here is that like everything is just in such disarray. I really (laughs) liked that Kim L again, use my favorite in a one star, which is the compliment sandwich by really, you know, showing like, okay, you know what? Like he went, he made an appointment, then they said he didn't have an appointment and that's annoying. Like that's an annoying thing. Like you are presumably a professional. You don't even have time to write this review. You're such a professional, right? And you make this appointment to fit it into your schedule and then you show up and, and the appointment's not there. That's like upsetting enough. Yeah. And then they gave the owner credit by calling and I gave the owner credit along with Kim and being like, all right, cool. Like that's annoying that that happened, but like the owner is going to make it right. And then, I mean, that's what was confusing, I guess to me in the review is that like the owner's there. Why is the owner not standing up when they're on site? Yeah, they're just preoccupied with something. I, I'm also curious. It, it, oh, when he arrived, he was told the owner was unavailable. Like, do you just mean? Does you think that just means that the owner wasn't there? Because I assume if the owner was there and he's like playing the voicemail from the owner, that the owner would like show up and be like, "That's me," right? Or they would honor the appointment that was made, right? Yeah, with the owner. Yeah, I wonder what unavailable means. That's a good question. It also occurs to me that this receptionist is maybe the owner's nephew. Or like niece. Interesting. Like related. Why? Well, just because they keep messing up appointments so much so that the owner is calling on behalf of the heir from reception. Right. But they're still working there. Yeah. Like fired. Yeah. That seems like a termination to me. Like you're offering yeah. a free complimentary service to make up for the error. Like I doubt that Kim's husband is the first person that this happened to or the only person I should say that this happened to. I just think that that's really where like the big fail Mm -hmm. comes for me is when they're like the husband is playing the voicemail clearly from the owner and they're still like nah don't want to do it like what even if it's a matter of like that particular like the owner is obviously able to comp a haircut because it's like their (laughs) location as opposed to like the individual stylist that's probably getting like i don't know Mm -hmm. what it is but like 20 percent or something of the haircut so it's like that person is is gonna be paying the price for something that like the owner fessed up to but at the at the end of the day it's like well then it's the owner's responsibility to, t- to dip into her pocket and pay this junior stylist what they're owed for this haircut like it's just it's crazy it's ridiculous yeah not that it matters but like there were other reviews that also mentioned issues with reception so like i don't feel like kim l is being a karen here i think that like this is clearly a problem yes it does occur to me i'm getting a story here that perhaps kim l's husband 
is sort of like go with the flow, doesn't want to like ruffle feathers, as right. Kim says, they're not an animal. And I think Kim is a little like, <laughs> no, like they wronged we have to you. Say something. You have yeah. to, yeah, you can't pay them. They cut as when was this review written? This review was written in 2018. Okay. Just because as a gay man, the phrase hairless hole uh, lands in a whole different <laughs> way. So when you read that out loud, I, my mouth, my mo- my jaw dropped. <laughs> Speaking of heteronormative. I did, not, I did not even think about that. Mm. OMG, hilarious. Wait, it is. I do know because I have straight hair, but David has curly hair. And I do know I say. that there is a distinction and technique when it comes to curly hair. But if you, even if you are a junior stylist, you should didn't know. you go to school to learn about curls? Like, how do you cut a chunk? That's a problem. But the term junior stylist is an interesting one. Like, yeah, what does do that you, mean? What does that mean? Like, is it actually, is it a junior Silas and that it's like, ooh, baby Silas, like maybe still in beauty school, like doesn't even have the full stylist moniker, is has to have the junior prior? Or do you think that in this case, Kim is talking about like a more junior, like a junior partner at a law firm where they work? Oh, I don't know. It makes me think of Frenchie. Right? I'm totally thinking Frenchie. But Frenchie at least had the dignity to drop out. I also think Frenchie like would have been great if she would have finished, just as a side note. Really? I do. I think Frenchie, you know, she just like hit a rough patch and she let that rough patch stop her. She dyed her hair pink. Everybody's going to dye their hair pink at one point. That does feel to me like science. Like you have to get the right. You got to get it right. Formula. You got to learn. She's still in school. She wasn't claiming to be a stylist at trim. I was going to ask about that. Like the difference between curly haircuts and regular haircuts. I wonder how it doesn't seem like her husband was particularly nervous. Like I wonder if David gets nervous when he's going to get a haircut and he has curly hair, like, oof, I hope they're really not going to mess it up because there's only certain people that can do this. It seems like husband like was going with a flow. I mean, what was he supposed to do at that point? I guess he had already taken like two days of his time to show up. He was like, all right, I'll get the stupid haircut already. Exactly. I also thought it was funny how Kim says that the husband dutifully arrived yes there's a lot of great you know language in here that i i mean my favorite was the the follicular manslaughter Manslaughter. nice nice use of punnage there that sounds like a punk band to me follicular manslaughter (laughs) playing at the do you think they're all i would think if if follicular manslaughter was gonna be be a punk band they'd all be bald yeah yes absolutely and they would shave audience members i like this yeah yeah, you want to go to like the Viper Room and see follicular manslaughter later? I think that's right. I think that Yeah, fits. I think that's right. I mean, okay, so honestly, this review here to me, I think there is value here because there's yeah. clearly an error. Well, there's multiple errors here. First, the receptionist like didn't actually have on the books and sent them away. Then it seems that they actually did have it on the books. They just had an error. And so then you get called by the company owner. And then the owner offers you a complimentary, but then they're unavailable. Then the reception person has a problem once again. So then you go to someone. Then they like 
won't take the comp, even though you're playing the voicemail. So then you have to pay and you've had a bad haircut and you have to tip like that. It's just so many strikes and it's reception. Like it's the gatekeeper. You can't get through the door without dealing with reception. It reminds me, did you ever watch that show with like Tabitha? Tabitha Salon Takeover? Yes. Did Duh. you watch that show? Okay. Of it reminds course. me of that. Like if Tabitha was there, like she'd be like, you're the front lines of this entire institution. If yes. you mess up, the entire ship's going down. We have yeah, to exactly. shut down the salon immediately and train reception. You know, like I can just yes. see... I, that, too. I like I think we should call Tabitha and be like Tabitha you need to go to trim and see what's going on there because I do think that trim has potential like they don't have you know zero stars like they could get there they they seem like they're just I don't know one hair shy of a toupee I don't know <laughs> Kim does come across as truthful, truthful. to me yeah I, there's so much information here And I even said it earlier, it doesn't seem, this doesn't seem fluky. It kind of seems like it's probably typical that this receptionist just keeps losing appointments that they've set for people. I just can't believe you would send someone away. Like, I don't understand. That seems so odd to me. Also, you brought it up. Why is the owner unavailable? What does unavailable actually mean? Right. Does unavailable mean they're in the back or does unavailable mean that they're across the country? Right. And either way, like even if that was the case and the person came in and they were like, this is the arrangement and they had to leave town for like a funeral, God forbid, or something like that. It's like, well, I'm I'm curious because like you'd think at that point the receptionist would handle it no matter what. Like I've been an assistant. So like even if my, if something like this had happened with like my boss, that my boss like didn't tell me like, oh, such and such customer is going to be coming in and they want whatever. Mm -hmm. I would still as like their assistant stand up for them and like take the bullet and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. There's been like an, you know, emergency and she's not here, but like you're going to send you on to Stephanie and she's wonderful, yeah, you know, and make it happen. So I do definitely believe Kim. I think that there's a problem here. I think I could crown Kim. I feel like we've considered it all. Is there any, I mean, spelling and grammar, obviously great. We even use semicolons, which I don't even know how to use properly. I do believe mm-hmm. there's like spelling definitely a level of spelling champ and like a, a commitment to writing a good review. It's not like one huge chunky long review where we're dividing into paragraphs. Looks very, very pretty. Yeah, I think I can crown Kim L. All right, let's dutifully. Crown. Let's dutifully crown Kim L. All right, so Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our Tabitha Salon takeover ratings. <laughs> the queens are tabulating. Statistics today show that one in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime. Birdie has upped the concept behind traditional keychain mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, by creating keychain alarm sirens. When activated, Birdie boasts strobes with light and emits a 130 decibel siren. That's comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors. And with every purchase, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at she'sbirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you save 20% off the purchase price. 
That's coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at she'sbirdie.com. Together, we can make the world a safer place. Potential school. Four and a half crowns, four and a half crowns. The queens are unanimous. All right, Trey, you go first. Why four and a half crowns for Kim L? I really like this review. I appreciate the levity, even though someone literally got a chunk of curly hair cut out, (laughs) revealing a hairless hole on their head. I took half of a crown away only because I think it does get a little dicey when you're reviewing on behalf of someone else, but I really get from Kim's review that they sort of are like pushing their husband to stand up for himself. And I think that this is yet another extension of that. And it makes me have a little bit of hesitancy about making an appointment here, which really feels like, well, then I'm never going to go there. Yeah. You know, I took the half crown off because I wanted the first sentence to be follicular manslaughter. I think (laughs) Kim really buried the lead with that great joke. Sure. And I think that that would have helped me get the tone earlier on because, you know, reading like bad haircut top to bottom, like I didn't get that we were going to be in uh, levity territory. So I could have passed on by because I didn't want to like get sucked into the drama, but I hope Kim is doing really well. And I hope that they, still have their great memories from the spelling bee. So that's why I said four and a half. (laughs) Really solid review. Chelsea, why did you say four and a half? I said four and a half for a similar reason. I can't give a five crown to somebody that is not like the first person recipient of the experience. So that was the only reason why I took the half crown. Other than that, I really believe that Kim L is an A plus student. I think that if Kim Mm -hmm. L were listening, she might be a little upset that she's getting anything but an A plus. So I just want to clarify, Kim L, you did get an A plus in my opinion on the review itself. It was really well written. I believed you. All your points were very clear. You, You said everything in a way that was both humorous but not shady. You did the compliment sandwich. You you ticked all of the boxes. I just simply had to take off the half crown because I wanted to hear from hubby. Also, in regards to what you said about this feeling very truthful and maybe keeping you from going to the salon because if if like the first line of defense being like an appointment is not reliable then that, where can we really go from there i just want to say i think this is a really good example for this owner to have stepped in and written a reply to this review i think yeah. this is a lob right this is an really easy for the owner of trim if you're listening to this review get on there and like apologize and say, I'm so sorry. You know, I had a family emergency come up. You're right. This is completely unacceptable that twice you came in and blah, blah, blah. I do want to give you that free haircut and I do want to make it right and show you that we're a great salon. Please come back. You know, I promise I'll be there or whatever. And hopefully we'll give you great service and you can amend your review. Even if that was written there based on the fact that Kim L did leave space in her review to say this is an owner that responds, I think it could have been very impactful. But unfortunately, because we don't have that, I am left with a sour taste in my mouth in regards to trim. And that is due to Kim's non-shady but truthful review of bad service. So I think Kim L did an excellent job. Certainly worth four and a half crowns. Yeah, I agree. I definitely had the same feeling about the reply. I'm surprised that this was four years ago, five years ago, and there's been no reply. Right. I mean, easy, easy lob, 
of a reply. We already are kind of seeing the owner in a higher light. I think we could have really made a difference here. Yeah, I still have high regard for their owner, honestly. But I feel like that's why I think that the receptionist is like a relative or like, you know, they're pulling a favor for their friend. Yes, something. Right. Something's got to be a mess. (sighs) Well, that's fun. Good job, Chelsea. That was a fun review. Trim. Yeah, Trim, feel free to defend yourself. Call in. Say you fired the receptionist. Let us know. Not writing you off as a small business, but definitely some issues to work out. Tabitha, 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 are you listening? That's right, Tiva. (laughs) All right, my queen. We did it. We have reached the most regal portion of our show. Trey, who are you inducting for? My Royal Highness. Well, Chelsea, today I am actually very excited. I am going to induct the internet's cat. What? Oh, I'm so glad you said what. <laughs> so I don't know if um you okay, know this or if any of our listeners know, but okay. there is a website called Pearly P U R R L I dot com. Do you hear That's it? It's like a tiger. So, pearly.com is a website where... Oh, my God! I can't. I didn't know it meowed. So, okay. So, basically, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six different modifiers where you can create a purring kitty cat. You can make it steady. You can make it lively. You can lengthen or shorten the in and out purrs. You can make them really far away or really close. Wow. Oh, it's such a distant kitty cat. (laughs) Meow. Dying to know how and why you found this site. So I'm obsessed with Pearly. (laughs) Oh, it's a meow. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop it because it's a little distracting. So, okay, I'm obsessed (laughs) with Pearly. Okay. It did did sound like a chicken. It sounded like a little rooster cat. Yeah. (laughs) I'm obsessed with Pearly. I don't know why it was created. I don't know what the intention is, but I found an article saying... This website, there was a woman that was fostering kittens and they were like really rowdy. They, they like hadn't learned to meow yet, but they were like, they wouldn't sleep regular hours. They were really like destructive and they put this on like a little um, fob or whatever. And she left the room and she came back and all the kittens were asleep, (gasps) snuggling up to the little monitor fob thing that was playing the purrs, right? And then there was this other quote from a student in college saying that like they would put it on the background because they miss their cat and it helps to like ease their anxiety. And I just think it's hilarious that like someone created this AI purring kitty cat for like whatever reasons that someone would need that or want I'm that hilarious. or could benefit from that. And that people are actually like benefiting from it and using it i think it's hilarious i'm all for white noise brown noise green noise any of this sort of humming machine yeah i just saw that video on youtube the other day and so i just think it's hilarious i'm not necessarily a cat person i don't have anything against them but i love this it is comforting to me those meows did sound like a rooster (laughs) but um you know i love it so for that reason i wanted to induct Pearly, P-U-R-R-L-I dot com, so that all of you listeners know that this exists in case you need some help with anxiety. If you want a creative, comforting companion, then go. The internet has a cat. You can meet Pearly today. For that reason, Pearly, you are my royal highness for today. 
Wow. I just yeah. love that this episode was about hairless holes and purring kitties. Pusses. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we did it, Queen. That is another round on the Are You a Hairless Hole RQ <laughs> Ferris Wheel of Meowing Pussy Poppin' Princesses. That's right. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, tell an enemy. Now, if you'd like the chance to be featured on our show, then please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser. We do have this very simple, cute link. It's lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens. It'll take you wherever you need to go to leave us those reviews, queens. Or there's an easy one-click link in the show show notes below. Wow, I don't know what just happened to my voice. To support the production of our show, please visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate, where even a $1 tip is much appreciated. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. Hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, oh. we are rating and reviewing a one-dot TripAdvisor review for Victoria's Secret. <gasps> oh my God, yes. Shh. It's a secret. Shh. Don't tell. To find out what made Chelsea say. And she swooped her hair around and that bitch's hair caught fire in like two seconds. (gasps) And to find out what made Trey say. Yes. She gaslit me and I was like 11. Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review to hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast. And hairless holes, make sure you remember. Ignore the haters. You're a... I can't say it. Ignore... I was going to say pussy popping queen, but I can't. (laughs) Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific pussy popping queens. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I don't know why that's so uncomfortable. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with voiceover talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. I like very much want to get Tabitha to be on our show. We have to figure out who reps her. Like that would like be a major victory just for me personally. I love her. I mean, I feel like she was reviewing reviews long before we she were. She was like, yeah, she's a review queen. She's mm-hmm. a queen. Tabitha, if you're listening, Tabitha, can you hear me? I actually watched Sheer Genius, which was the sh- reality show she yes. won. Yeah. Me too. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, we're going to work on that. Did she actually win? I think I feel like so. maybe she I didn't th- win, but she was like the fan favorite. Well, she just had has such a great personality and that like she was rocking the like silver hair way before anybody else was really doing the blonde silver thing. Yeah. Tabitha Henry? Tabitha Coffee. Coffee. We'll talk Tabitha about her on the after show. All right. More on that later. Bye. Bye. I was gonna say pussy pop and queen, but I can't. Pussy pop and queen. But I can't. 
After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox, honey.